Streaming has gotten way too complicated, but you can hack the system with Prime Video. It has everything in one app with one password. See Roadhouse and the National Women's Soccer League both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on. Or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing, and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Black Buffalo Zero products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of comparable products. If you're an adult age 21 and older who dips, I want to tell you about Black Buffalo Zero pouches. What are they made of? Pretty simple. Cured edible green leaves. Food-grade ingredients. Most importantly, there's no nicotine or tobacco. All proudly made here in the U.S. So if you're 21 and older and want to learn more about Black Buffalo Zero, head over to blackbuffalozero.com to learn more. You can buy their pouch online, ship directly to most states. Black Buffalo Zero, zero nicotine, zero tobacco, 100% ritual. Thanks for listening to the Herd Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday on Fox Sports Radio at noon to 3 Eastern, 9 a.m. to noon Pacific. Find your local station for the Herd at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching Fox Sports Radio or FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Ah, here we go. Hour number two. What a pleasure to be back. The Herd. Thanks for making us part of your day. A lot of choices out there. Fresh, refreshed, spent 10, 11 days. I don't get a lot of breaks that long, so I shut it down, hung out with friends on the East Coast, a lot of beers, hanging out with a wife, walks on the beach, lobster. Lobster. I there's nothing better than talking to a group of guys from Rhode Island. Lobster. Most down to earth people in the world. Rhode Island. The best. Beer. Seafood. Boating. Walks on the beach. Who Only knew, thing who, missing was a country song and a dog. It was great. Who knew you were such a coastal elite from California to the uh, to the northeast? No, I go hang Jeez. out with the peeps in Rhode Island. What are you gonna start like uh, doing like um, some kind of um, you know co- uh, not coaching but teaching at like uh, Harvard or something? Is that next for you? A journalism no. class maybe? Shout out to the Haversham, great place to have cold beers and burgers. That freebie. By the way, did you see Taylor Swift uh, in your travels? She's very famous. She has like thirty homes. One happens to be in Rhode Island. Plus, she's like very, very successful. All right. Uh, So it's great to be here. So this is my final, and I'm going to tell you something. I think teams are so from about nine to about sixteen in the NFL. It's inches, not feet. I mean, I I don't know what to do. Baltimore and Pittsburgh. Here is my final going into the season herd hierarchy. So this is my final one going into the season. Uh, Gets dicey at the bottom. Here we go. Here we go. 
All right. Number 10. Number 10, the Baltimore Ravens. Now, I have the Steelers at 11, so the Ravens are 10, and it really comes down to health. Listen, they average 28 points a game when Lamar Jackson plays, and he's got the best weapons of his career. Uh, Zay Flowers, Odell Beckham, uh, J.K. Dobbins, Rashad Bateman. So I'm going to take Baltimore by an inch over Pittsburgh just because of Lamar Jackson. And his weapons. And they stayed, now they're missing a corner, but they stayed mostly healthy in the preseason. So I have Baltimore at number 10. The Los Angeles Chargers. So last year they got into the playoffs. They have two new coordinators, but frankly, one's an upgrade, Kellen Moore on the offensive side. Now I think you have to be honest though. Keenan Allen and Mike Williams missed 11 games combined last year. That's why they drafted a receiver, and they're they're getting older, not younger. So that's what I worry about. Can they keep their talent healthy on the offensive side? But the Chargers at number nine. Number eight. Dallas Cowboys. I think the loss of offensive coordinator Kellen Moore is substantial. The market seems to think the Cowboys are going to finally hoist a trophy. I don't know. Have we seen the best of Dak Prescott? Last year, 15 picks in 12 games. Greg Cosell said film indicates that he is now just a pocket passer. Well, he's not a great pocket passer. Cowboys at number eight. Number seven. Miami Dolphins. Tua, they were eight and three last year when Tua was upright. They did not address the offensive line with a small quarterback who can't get hit. That's why I have him only seven. Vic Fangio is one of the great acquisitions on the season. If you told me Tua's upright for 15 starts, I think they can win the division. But they did not address the O-line, and they need an O-line with Tua. I've got him at 7. Number 6. Jacksonville, they were 7-2 and two down the stretch. Remember, don't look at last year. They were two different teams. Choppy early, excellent late. They add Calvin Ridley. Also, they return 20 of 22 starters from last year. That's tied for the most in the NFL. This team is now just getting comfortable. You know I'm a huge fan of Trevor Lawrence. The division is weak. A couple of potentially awful teams at the bottom. Jacksonville at six. Number five. Buffalo. Listen, Josh Allen played the final eight games of last year. We find out now with an issue in his throwing elbow. So he had a lot of giveaways. He was very productive, but too many giveaways for my taste. Leslie Frazier, defensive uh, coordinator, gone. They lost some linebackers. I love their roster. I really do. I wish they had somebody else they could depend on beyond Stephon Diggs. Vaughn Miller does not play early. That concerns me. I have them at five. Number four. Niners, I don't know what they are at quarterback. Way too much noise. I think they're really good. And they're 12-1 and when Christian McCaffrey starts. So they're going to be productive, but the Nick Bosa holdout is a concern. Now, they've got other great defensive players beyond Bosa. They spend a lot of money on defense, unlike the Chiefs. So I think they'll be fine. But I thought it was a noisy offseason at quarterback. The Bosa holdout, I think, is trouble against the Steelers in week one. Niners at four. Number three. Philadelphia. Nick Sirianni, a brilliant offensive coordinator, leaves, and they face much better quarterbacks this year. But they did lead the NFL in what they call big plays, and Jalen Hurts is the reason why. O-line, excellent. Quarterback, excellent. Weapons, excellent. 
They brought in a couple of backs like a Rashad Penny who struggles to stay healthy, but he should be somewhat productive. I just like what I see here. A little more dependent on head coach Nick Sirianni with Steichen leaving. That concerns me a little, but I have him at three. Number two. Kansas City. No Chris Jones concerns me. Now, they've got some talent on the defensive side, but it is incredibly young. Unlike the Niners, who can lose a Bosa, but still have a Fred Warner and Pro Bowlers around, this is a team that spends their money on offense and on Chris Jones. So I think they're going to be really good. They're favored to win the Super Bowl. They should be. Andy Reid's really hard to beat in January. But I can't wait to watch the Lions' offensive line, which is excellent against a Chiefs defensive line without their star. Will it be a ball control nightmare for the Chiefs? I don't know. They'll probably figure out a way to win, but it does concern me. Number one. Cincinnati. Their opener's tough. I think Cleveland's had their number, and it's a tough opener. I just like everything about them. Uh, I think they've they've tried to upgrade at tackle. Uh, They've been able to be this good with a bad O-line. I think they keep adding pieces there. Uh, Joe Burrow's calf injury. The guy has never played in a preseason, has he? Like, I don't worry about that. Um, He has been the most sacked quarterback over the last two years. Uh, And I think they're smarter now in the front office. They moved off safeties. You should move off expensive safeties. I think they play the kind of football that can possibly, not saying probable, but it does give Kansas City concerns. They can ball control it a little. Burrow, like Mahomes, is brilliant in situational passing football. So it's inches, not feet. If Chris Jones was there, I'd have Kansas City number one. But it does worry me because he is so good. And in, if you look at what Kansas City's doing, they're they're giving you a roadmap on how to do it. Spend on offense. Pay for a great defensive lineman, stay young and cheap on defense. Well, that works if you have Chris Jones. So it worries me early in the season with no Chris. J-Mac, your thoughts? Uh, seven AFC teams, three NFC. You said Pittsburgh was 11. Yes. I'm, I'm assuming Jets were 12. Around Oh, there. my gosh. Just for the record, let the, let the audience know. Miami has the toughest schedule in the NFL by every metric possible. There's no chance Miami midseason will be number seven on that list. No chance. Well, that's a strong opinion. Speaking of strong opinions, Nick Wright. Check him out first things first. He spent the weekend uh, down in Texas. I'm not going to tell you what he was doing, but they, he probably uh, drove up in a Bentley. I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> uh, it's gambling. It was playing poker. Playing high stakes poker in the desert in Texas. Uh, you know what I mean? Like back when men were men, back in the old days, <laughs> you walk into a saloon. Put some money on the table and see if you can outsmart your opposition. How are you? You, meanwhile, I think we're at the beaches of Rodanthe. Uh, you know what I mean? Hobnobbing with celebrities, eating lobster. Yeah. I mean, talk about diverging weekend paths. Good to see you. <clears throat> Good to see you. For the record, <clears throat> I love the Chiefs. But I do think they're literally oh. showing the world how to do it. Brett Veach has said, we're spending our money on offense, but we're going to pay yep. for the defensive lineman. Even you would have to admit, Chris Jones is so good. And next to Aaron Donald, yeah. he's so good. you got to be a little concerned that he's not around now with that young defense behind him. Well, listen, so here's the – I would absolutely be concerned if Chris Jones were no longer on the Chiefs, if Chris Jones suffered a season-ending injury. But by Chris <clears throat> Jones' own words, the worst-case scenario for Kansas City – is that he misses the first seven games. And as the schedule has fallen, Colin, all of Kansas City's road divisional games 
and their game against Cincinnati and Buffalo and Philadelphia are all after week seven. Yeah. So can the Chiefs go seven and oh? Can you know can the Chiefs win the Super Bowl without Chris Jones? Is a different question to Will they still be undefeated when he gets back? So, yeah, listen, I think Chris Jones, because Donald, I think, is in maybe a slightly different portion of his career, is not only the best defensive tackle in football, in the argument, along with Parsons, Bosa, Donald, Sauce, you know, some other ones, that uh, as the best defensive player in football. But I think he'll be back. I will tell you, though, the Chiefs thought he'd be back already, and they're pretty surprised that you know they've offered him a two-year, $54.5 million fully guaranteed extension, and he wants a two-year, $64 million fully guaranteed extension, and they have not been able to find the middle ground there thus far. Um, I, I said people tend to conflate um, stories. There's a difference between being surprised how good Colorado was in week one and being surprised that Deion Sanders was successful. I said before this happened, well, he adds juice and notoriety to a program that has none. So, And we know he can coach because I watched Jackson State. Now, I was shocked at how good his son is at quarterback. Like, he's a top 10 pick if he came out. He's absolutely magnificent. But, but a lot of people are saying, oh, taking receipts. It's like Dion. Fox promoted the game for a month. We knew it was interesting. Yeah. We wouldn't have done that if we thought you were 0-12. What did you make? I thought the bigger story actually so, was his son, who is sensational. What did you make of the whole spectacle? All right, so I have two, I guess, theories about Dion that I want to run them each by you. So okay. let me start with the first one and ask you this, Colin. It, because I agree with almost everything you said, and I think people need to understand that this team was projected to finish 11th in the back 12. Their Vegas total was three and a half. Three and a half wins. If you want, you bet that they went four and eight, and you'd win the over. So if this team gets to eight and four, it is a massive success. It's it, they don't have to compete for the playoff for this to be a one-year immediate turnaround. But here's my first question to you, Colin. Let's just say for the sake of argument that Dion coaches for another decade at the D1 level and has immense success, whether at Colorado or Colorado and elsewhere. Would he have an argument that he has had the greatest sports life in American sports history? Think about it. All-time great college player, part of the greatest top five of any draft in NFL history was him, uh, Barry Sanders, Troy Aikman, and Derek Thomas. Then becomes the unquestioned greatest ever at at least one position in the NFL, maybe two if you include what he did on special teams, and was a decent receiver. Won a title with the Niners, won a title with the Cowboys while doing all of that. Played 10 years in another professional sport and played it well. If he then adds awesome coach at, uh, uh, to his resume, 
Like, who are we comparing him to? Like, Ditka as the tight end and then the coach? Uh, uh, Jerry West as the player and then the architect? But those guys, it's not like Jerry West also, you know, won the, the, the U.S. Open. It's not like Mike Ditka occasionally would show up on the PGA Tour. I think Dion is building what may be the greatest sports resume ever when you consider everything he's done. Your yeah. thoughts on well, that? Well, my thought is he actually surprised me at Jackson State. He didn't surprise me by quickly building something at Colorado. I didn't know what he was. And a lot of players try coaching, and it's, like, really hard. (laughs) It takes a lot of hours. So Jackson State, I was like, wow, dude can coach. I thought Colorado, again, Colorado, I'm, I'm a West Coast guy mostly. They're anonymous in football. So he brings sunshine and talk and discussion. I think what I was... You know, so much of Dion and so much of success in sports is can you get people to follow you? Brady gets Gronk on the phone. Yes. He gets a coach on the phone. He gets A.B. Dion has a quality, and I think your argument is well said and stated and probably accurate, that what Dion has is the ability to get really smart, successful people, recruits, coaches, administrators, to buy into him and follow him. And that is... A hundred percent. That's what great well, that's people do. Yep. That's the game That's of college game. football. And, and, and the ability for a man, how old is Dion? Almost 60? No, he point? can't be. To still ha- How old is well, he? I mean, late 50s? I don't know. He's I, I should have looked it up. I apologize. Wow. 56. Yeah. That was, okay. So, yeah. That, so, almost 60 was a little. Uh, Dion Prime, don't get mad at me. I apologize. <laughs> Somewhere, you know, in, in your 50s. But it is very hard. For, any, for someone who's 36, much less 56, to be considered cool and in the culture by young people. Yeah. And so the fact that he still has that resonance. So here's my next question to you. So we all we saw, and you know, Brian Kelly is an unimpeachably excellent coach. Yeah. Even though LSU got, got beat down over the weekend. If Kirby Smart and Nick Saban were allowed to make the decision. Would they rather, one year from now, Brian Kelly is the football coach at LSU or Deion Sanders is? What would threaten Alabama, Georgia more? A a coach that we all think is a great coach. Or if Deion were to take over a blue-blood-ish program with those type of institutional advantages, that recruiting base could, like, don't you think that, would would frighten Kirby Smart, who's building a dynasty, hey, Nick Saban, who's what, built a dynasty more than anything else? How about, and I mean, again, I'm not projecting here. If Brent Venables Me didn't either. work in Colorado, who would you call? You would call Deion oh, Sanders. Oh, oh. Oh, I mean, in I mean, Oklahoma? yeah. Oh, I mean, I mean, now Oklahoma goes into the SEC with Texas. What's the only way we can go into a room with Saban and yes. Smart and win the recruit? That's De- what I'm saying. Dion's getting players at Colorado. At Colorado. It's unbelievable. <laughs> and he's shattering. His son's going to shatter oh. all of Joel Klatt's records. I know. It's just a shame. Yeah. If, yeah I, I mean, Joel Klatt's name just going to be <laughs> taken off the Colorado quarterback record book. It's going to be all Klatt, Shadur Sanders. Klatt held the record for nine completions in a game. So uh, I think uh, Shadur's already broken that. <laughs> Um, Shador's broken it. I think it was an intramural program when Clapp played there. Just shots <laughs> taken at Joel. Okay, okay. So I want to, I want to, I want to sell you on something, and I, I, sure. I you're going to push back big on this, but I want to sell you on this. Okay. Is that I saw, you know, when Howard Stern left radio, you try to replace him. 
Good luck. When Cheers leaves, you try to replace it. Good luck. It's hard to replace legends. So Mac Jones replaces Brady, goes into a rigid culture, has to share snaps with superstar Cam Newton, has no number one receiver, walks into a tough division and a better conference, and had a better passer rating than Aaron Rodgers did last year. And that he regressed last year solely based on a head coach's inability to see what's happening in the sport. You can't make a DC and OC. It's silly. Is that if I had a hot take, is that Mac Jones may have a, a, a ceiling. But, but yep. if I told you at the end of the year that Mac Jones had a better passer rating than Aaron Rodgers with the Jets, better protection, right? Um, uh-huh. l- less oh, hype. I like this. You think I'm nuts? I like a better it. O-line, better no, I protection. I don't think very, you're nuts. Very good offensive coordinator. I don't coordinator. think you're nuts. Okay, so I think we... Uh, no, so I... Th- you, go ahead. Go ahead, sorry. I think Mac Jones they, has a... Is, there's a ceiling. But if you look at the circumstances, replacing Brady, rigid culture, sharing snaps in the preseason with Cam, he completed 67% of his throws as a rookie. That's like second all time as a rookie. So, yeah, so I, here's the thing. Obviously, the lack of weapons is going to hurt him, but I think passer rating. Do I think there's any chance Mac Jones has more passing touchdowns or passing yards than Rodgers this year? Almost assuredly not. But passer rating is the right stat to key on because Belichick wants to win all these games 20-17. to 17. He wants to run the ball 35 times, and he just wants – the reason Mac got on the hot seat last year was because he wouldn't stop throwing, throwing interceptions – so if he can if he can reel that into a degree, I don't think we we tease Kevin Wilds on the show because he insists that Mac Jones is Tom Brady's heir apparent. He calls him the baby goat, and it's all just totally mortifying for Kevin Wilds and really um, undermines his professional credibility. Otherwise, <laughs> however, I do think at this point the Patriots are slightly undervalued because the Jets are so cartoonishly overvalued. And I don't know if you've talked about it yet today, but, you know, they've got the sixth best player on their defense is saying they can be the 85 Bears or the Legion of Boom. So if that hype train hadn't come, you know, coming down the tracks (laughs) yet, just wait till Monday night. But here's the thing on the Patriots. Colin, the Patriots' season win total in Vegas is 7.5 with – Plus money on the over. So you're, they're an underdog to win eight games. They won eight games last year with the worst coordinating situation in the league, with Mac Jones regressing terribly, playing worse than he did as a rookie, and they lost a game on the single worst play in NFL history, the double lateral to Chandler Jones walk-off touchdown. They still won eight games. How? Why? Why are the only reason people believe the Patriots' record is going to be worse this year than last year is because they're turning the two and zero against the Jets into zero and two against the Jets. So, Liz, I don't think Mac Jones is even an above-average NFL quarterback. But I think the Patriots can win eight or nine games. I think the Patriots absolutely, and J-Mac's going to hate this and and think I'm crazy and the whole world does, I think the Patriots are going to finish third in the AFC East and the Jets are going to finish fourth. I think there's a lot of ways for that thing to blow up in New York. And the Patriots, while they have no Super Bowl hope, their floor is as high as just about any team in the league because of Belichick and because of the defense. So I was saying earlier 
that one of the things that the, the, the media does this, and I, I, I try not to, I'm sure I've done it, is they, they circle. They're like vultures. They want you to apologize for this and admit you were wrong here. And the headline today was, Kyle Shanahan finally admits a mistake with Trey Lance as if they could have admitted it while Trey was there. They just traded him. So Kyle comes out and says, we took a big swing. You as a very successful poker player, you're much better than you'd admit and anybody knows. It is a bluff, big swing, big cut game, right? It doesn't matter who it is. It's not for the timid. It's not for the intimidated. And Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch took a big swing. And I'm okay with it. If you want to bang on Trey Lance and the move, you have to acknowledge that Mr. Irrelevant went 8-0 when he started games or 7-0. I think the media, like my takeaway on Trey Lance was, half the first-round quarterbacks don't work. I can't crush teams for taking big swings. Oh, I don't crush you for taking a big swing. I'm not a huge fan, however, of taking a big swing on one of the he was 20 years old at drafted and one of the the least experience of any first round pick ever and then he gets four starts one of which was in a monsoon and another of which he broke his leg and you say okay swing missed the my my criticism is not with the swing it's with the inconsistency on what are you valuing and how much time are you going to give the player to actually develop. I mean, Trey Lance is younger than Will Levis. Will Levis hasn't never played an NFL snap. Trey Lance is going into year three. And so I just, I think ultimately Kyle Shanahan, while a brilliant offensive mind, has been at times his own worst enemy when it comes to quarterback evaluations, which is why I believe this thing is going to end the way Kyle initially wanted it to begin, which is with Kirk Cousins being the quarterback for the San Francisco 49ers Ah. next year. Ah. The idea that Kyle is just going to, you know what I mean, end up finally, finally finding his forever quarterback in Brock Purdy coming off elbow surgery, I don't buy. I don't even know if Kyle buys it, which is why he's been trying to sell the whole world that Sam Darnold could be Steve Young all offseason. <laughs> and when neither of those things happen, and Kirk Cousins is a free agent, what Kyle's initial plan was, if you remember, when he got to San Francisco and they had the number two pick of the draft, they ended up trading down to three. They didn't even scout Mahomes or Watson, even though they had no quarterback, because Kirk Cousins was going to be a free agent a year later. Then they got antsy, traded for Garoppolo gave him the contract and didn't get in the Kirk Cousins thing. I think it comes full circle where Kyle gets Kirk next year because I don't think the Niners are going to be that good this year. And I am, J-Mac, I'm going to be listening to your picks this week. I got to know you and Colin like the Steelers this weekend. Getting points, that defense against Purdy at home, the Steelers plus two and a half. That's the bet. That's the bet, Colin. They're going outright. By the way, you guys are both very good at that. Better than me. J-Mac was on that two months ago. I'm sure you were as well because you're really? great. Yeah, no, that was his bet two months ago. He came on this show and said like that it. he's, you know, you know, he knows his stuff. He, he's misguided no, he's, on the J-Mac's Jets. J-Mac's a great gambler. Yeah. He's got a great gambler. Got, yeah, I mean, some questionable Jets takes, but J-Mac, <laughs> I'm going to pitch you on one other thing. I mean, listen, you're, you're such a sharp gambler, you probably think teasers are bad, but... 
The Steelers tease them up through the three, the six, and the seven, and the Chiefs tease them down to a pick them. Let's just start the year with free money. Let's just a, a nice little two-team six-point teaser. <laughs> just free money on the ground. Go pick it up. Just what go about pick Washington it up. in place of KC? Washington from seven to one. Well, oh, let's Washington's not losing. Three-teamer. Now we're getting plus one forty. Washington <laughs> to win KC to win Steelers <laughs> plus eight and a half. Love the Chiefs. Uh, you got to pick up that free you money, man. Sound like math? Half the audience doesn't know. There's numbers flying over okay. everybody's head. Yeah, that's here. their Sorry. problem. <laughs> <laughs> he's a, right, he's a poker whiz. Later. Of course, he's a, a mathematician. <laughs> uh, good seeing you, buddy. See you uh, Nick Wright. No, Bye. that that you. To your credit, you're. By the way, last year you sold me on the Giants. I'm going to tell you right now. I maybe I was because I was out east. I think everybody is bailing on the Giants. I think it's a huge mistake. Their first three draft picks, I loved. That's one of my takes. Everybody is bailing on the New York Giants. I think the Giants are making the playoffs. <laughs> the whole world. You guys have made their schedule what, what are they, out. Are they winning the division or wild card? That division's going to have three playoff teams. Okay, so who's all of a sudden out of the playoffs in the NFC? Go ahead, uh, name the other four. Minnesota. So Bears win the division or Vikings? I'm, or I know. Packers, sorry. No, no. Lions win the division and that's it. Lions, Niners. Um, Seattle wins the division. Uh, I don't like anybody. 49ers, come on. No, I'm saying in the South. So so let's just say Seattle wins the division. Let's start, start with the division winners. Philadelphia, whoever you like in the NFC South. Fair. Detroit and Seattle. Okay, timeout. Now you I had need- San Fran four in your top okay, 10, and okay. you have Seattle winning the division? Again, that's who I perceive of the... This is a 17-week season. Got I'm just okay. telling you today. Today. I like the Niners. I think they're going to lose in week one. Boy, yes. And I don't have Pittsburgh. I think San Francisco's better than Pittsburgh. But going to Pittsburgh without Bosa. See, you know. Mm. Okay, so that that is not a list. For years and years when I worked at ESPN, they do, they do like a top 10 list. And it, you had to have won the week before. I think San Francisco is better than Pittsburgh. But when the game's at Pittsburgh, you're missing Bosa. It's a noisy offseason. Because yeah, it's a go-either-way game. Okay. You know, the, we're talking points and betting. I'm so, just talking so. overall team. I think San Francisco's better than Pittsburgh. But now it, you've got points involved. You've got a holdout. It made, it's it's are, close. Are you leaning Saints, or are you still kind of I, on this Panthers? My, my, let's go back to the initial point. So, once, so my playoff teams are going to be Cowboys, Giants, Niners are the wild card teams. Okay. But I think it's just going to be the Lions and nobody else in that division. And whoever you like in the mm. NFC South, I tend to think Carol, everybody's sleeping on Carolina. But they looked so bad in the preseason, yeah. it gives me pause. Did, did you see uh, DJ Shark yesterday saying like he's not healthy, he doesn't know if he can go week one, their number two receiver is uh, I know. Marshall. I know, and they have to go to Atlanta. Isn't that their opener? The, by the way, you see the total on that game's plunging. It's like 39 and a half. Who's it's like got the better two weeks ago? Who's got the better defense? Well, Falcons. Grady Jarrett's going to wreck that game. Oh, I mean, did you on. see Carolina in the preseason? Their offensive and their ones well, could not block anybody. Okay, you're getting. Let's, let's well, I mean, you know, the Jets, the 1985 Bears. Uh, I think they sacked Bryce Young like eight times. Oh boy, you saw hard knocks. I felt bad for Bryce Young. He, let's let's just let's just the have the game start and we'll figure it out. Okay. My top 10 is always, it's not about who won last week. Just there's a lot of things that go into it. Like I have 
Baltimore, Pittsburgh are essentially, I think, tied. Now, the Ravens are missing a corner, but usually Baltimore is physically uh, – they, they get hurt. They last several years, you start September, and Baltimore's got no fresh players. Mm-hmm. They are missing a corner, but I think their offense today is going to be very productive. And like the Jets, you have a 12. They beat the Bills in the opener, and they're probably not going to be top 10 because <laughs> it's Colin Coward. That's what he wants to do. Pittsburgh's an interesting team because I think they can beat San Francisco, but I don't have them in the top 10. But I think they're and, – and I by the way, I don't have Seattle in the top 10. Why? Super young team. Mm-hmm. I think they're going to be very good and eventually win the division. San Francisco has older players. So San Francisco has older players, right? And so yeah. I think over the course of a season, more injuries take longer to get back. So I have the Niners right now. Four Seattle's not in it, but I think over 17 weeks, younger players get hurt less and they return more quickly mm-hmm. after injuries. So over the course of a season, I think the Niners make the playoffs, but I think Seattle will age really well over the season. But I have San Francisco today as the better team. By the way, I had somebody just text me, can you tell Nick Wright that the Patriots are favored in three games this season? That's three out of 17. Well, these are all takes. By the way. That's not a take. That's a fact in Vegas right now. The Patriots are favored in three games. That's what the market says about the New England Patriots right now. They don't respect them. And I was just looking around at the offensive line situation in New England. (laughs) The Eagles, it's going to be a mauling. Now, in the trenches, not the game, in the trenches. It's three and a half. Patriots favored by over Belichick a, will be a ready. dog by under a... By the way, you've said it a billion times. Belichick has struggled against mobile quarterbacks. He, he, that's no, just a Philadelphia fact. is a three and a half point favorite in Foxborough, but mobile quarterbacks give him trouble, and the O-line, they have an O-line issue. I think it's on the right yeah. side for New England. Hey, Jalen Carter, uh, debut, right? Uh, the, the kid oh. they drafted. You see him in the preseason? Oh, oh gosh, he looks... Want more Herd? The Herd streams 24 hours a day, seven days a week within the iHeartRadio app. Search Herd to listen live or on demand whenever you'd like. Hi, it's the Herd. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It's easy, 90 seconds. Use the code Herd, H-E-R-D. That's code HERD for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in ontario bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance cdkng.co slash vball for eligibility and deposit restrictions terms and responsible gaming resources this episode brought to you by 20th century studios kingdom of the planet of the apes director wes ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. 
Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. By the way, when people overreact even to college football, last year, week one of the college football season, Florida beats Utah. Everybody, Utah's no good. They ended up having a great season. Florida went six and seven. Remember, everybody say, ooh, Florida, Anthony Ridge. Ooh, wow. Six and seven. Utah's no good. I watched them. End of the year, Utah was excellent. (sighs) Don't be shocked if Nebraska doesn't beat Colorado. Not sure they will because I I, I think Deion's son is so dynamic at quarterback. They could certainly win. They're at, I think it is in Colorado. It's in Boulder, I believe. So the place is going to be just nuts. I can't wait to watch. It's on Fox. But the other thing is, I got to go back to this. Um, this thing about Mac Jones is crazy. I wrote this down this morning. Think about this would overwhelm veteran quarterbacks. So as a rookie, Mac Jones, New England came in. He got half the preseason snaps because Cam was there. Rigid culture, no number one receiver, replaced a legend, surly, loud, big market media. And he had a 92.5 passer rating, 67% completion percentage. That passer rating is better than Aaron Rodgers. That, that shares snaps as a rookie with superstar Cam. Defensive rigid culture, replacing a legend, allowed local media, one year starting in college, below average weapons, AFC, tough division. The kid had a 67% completion percentage, 92.5 passer rating, 22 DDs, 13 picks. And you guys don't think Mac Jones can play? That's amazing to me. Hot take. He'll finish the year with a better passer rating than Aaron Rodgers. Not saying yards. Not saying better passer rating. By the way, Bill Belichick now is finally wrapping his arms around Mac Jones. You hear this? Yeah, Max had a good offseason. Uh, has had a good, has had a really good camp. Um, comes to work every day. Uh, comes in early, stays late. Uh, works hard. Understands the offense, um, how it works, how to get his teammates involved, how to, you know, how to help them be productive. Um, so he's had a really good, you know, good stretch here in, in training camp, and, and had a good spring. It's been pretty consistent all the way through. Bill doesn't do that. Bill doesn't say that. Just saying. Just I know they're only favored in three games, but you guys, circumstances, context matters. That kid entered a snake pit and had really good numbers. Don't tell me he can't play. All right, back in a second. Herdline News is next. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio, FS1, and the iHeartRadio app. This is Steve Covino. And Rich Davis. And together, we are Covino and Rich. Covino and Rich. Thanks, buddy. Uh, That's right. Covino and Rich, Fox Sports Radio's newest hit show. Heard weekdays from 5 to 7 Eastern, 2 to 4 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. 
Every Covino and Rich show is available as a podcast. Just search Covino and Rich wherever you get your podcasts and subscribe. I'm such a rockin' dude. The show features our unique take on sports, injected with some fun, humor, and relatability. Listen to Covino and Rich five days a week on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Covino and Rich, give me a hell yeah. Hi, it's the Herd. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Teams are knocking on the door of the conference finals, and DraftKings Sportsbook has you covered every step of the way with same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more. Don't miss out. As the NBA postseason winds down, it's fantastic. Super easy to get started with DraftKings. If you're a first-timer, really easy. Try betting on something like a team to win. Go to DraftKings Sportsbook's app, select your team, and place your first bet. It's that simple, really. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It's easy, 90 seconds. Use the code HERD, H-E-R-D. That's code HERD for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www1800 gamblernet In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing, and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it and travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel, it's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. All right, let's not waste any time. J-Mac with the news. No, 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 no. Turn on the news. This is the Herdline News. Since we love the Pittsburgh Steelers this week, I like them this season. Let's start with Kenny Pickett and uh, the mental fortitude it takes to play quarterback. He was asked about encounters of trash talk and how he handles it. Here's Kenny Pickett of Pittsburgh. I've been called every name under the sun in this game, brother. I'll still go out there feeling I'm the best on Sunday. So I've been doing playing for, for, for a while now, you know, having a good career in college and now getting my NFL career started. It comes with the position, comes with the territory. If you're if you're mentally weak, this game will eat you alive. So yep. I feel like I'm in a good good place mentally and uh, you know, I'm excited to get going. I'm I'm really looking forward to this team. Yeah. It's been hey, a keep long- an eye on uh, the backup running back there, I'm hearing Mr. Warren. I did take a flyer on him in fantasy. He's pushing Najee Harris. Harris is just not an explosive guy. Remember no. at Alabama, he was awesome? 
I saw a stat that he had like 300 touches and like one went for over 20 yeah, yards. Yeah, well, some of that's O-line, but I, there's, that's a fair criticism that he doesn't have kind of the pop yeah. that you want from your your star running back. Right. But he's he can be productive, but yeah. I would say some of that's been O-line. So. Right, and Pickens, of course, is the dude this year. The dude. The I like dude. him a lot. That guy's going to be big time. I, I like Pickett. Uh, I think I have them in the playoffs. In, in one of my worlds, I have them making an AFC championship game. I think that's like, I think they can get there. I don't know about right. Super Bowl. Listen, it's good for our business if the Steelers are in the AFC championship. It's a yeah. long time. We need more Steeler playoff wins. I don't even think there's bustability with Pittsburgh. Like, no, no, no. I they're, only see that. I think in we the, both agree. Their roster is stacked. Yeah. They're, they're, they're It's a little like San Francisco. On the defensive side, there are stars in every unit. Like, they are you know, really loaded. There is some concern at quarterback. They, Patrick Peterson comes over, and then they got the rookie Porter. So, like, um, Porter's yeah, not, they got Fitzpatrick holding it back, and then the pass rush should, should be insane. the equalizer. Um, I, li- I like Pittsburgh. Uh, all right, now let's go now to college football. We're Coach Prime, your guy. And Colorado pulled off that big upset over TCU. And and I was clear yesterday, you weren't here, but this isn't the TCU that went to the Natty no, last year. No, okay? no, 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 Missing their OC, Duggan, two running backs, no, no, three no, receivers. No. Like, it's, a, it's a rebuild year right. for them. It's a little bit of a rebuild. Anyways, uh, Coach Prime had a superstar in Travis Hunter who racked up 119 receiving yards and an interception. <laughs> he is a dual threat star, played 144 snaps. Insane. Here's what uh, Dion said on Undisputed about uh, Travis Hunter. This kid is a first rounder on both sides of the ball. Like a first pick. He's 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 a key. First pick. Yeah, that's who he is. Travis is and he loves the game. He does not tire of loving the game and wanting to be in the game and studying the game and all the intricate details of the game. It's like Shohei Otani. Uh, I saw that tweet from the Fox College Football. I, I, I thought that was a little comical, but Well, I didn't. But we are, you know, it used to be Bo Jackson was, like, not from this earth. Increasingly, as athletes get bigger, stronger, it's a more regular occurrence. Now, we're not going to see six Shohei Otanis. But I, the kids these days, they're bigger, earlier, faster, stronger. And I think he brings up a good point. You got. I, somebody asked me the other day about, you know, why something works. And I said, you know what plays in every industry? Passion. If you have to be talked into writing a column, you're not going to be a great columnist. You got to love what you do. First thing Dion said is this kid loves the game. Right. Dion loved the game, loves kids, loved coaching. Nick Saban won't give it up, loves coaching. When I hear that kid loves the game, he's got his priorities in the yeah. right place. So, uh, just to be clear on Hunter, um, he was like the number two overall recruit. Yes. A couple years ago. Yeah. He's not draft eligible for next draft, so he's got to wait till 2025. This is where it gets interesting. So, uh, Dion's son, Shadur, yeah. is draft eligible. I th- I, listen, I'm going to be honest. I don't know that he comes out. Not a lot of people are saying that. But but I think you're right. I think he may stay for Travis and his dad. And his dad. And they're going to be better next year. Like, they're going to be okay this year. I don't don't know if they're going to win seven games. Caleb's going number one. Caleb and Drake May are going one and two. And this is a great draft. The draft after that may not be as strong. Correct. Where Shadur could go one and Travis Hunter, could he go two? Would he be eligible for that draft? He's eligible in 2025. I don't know if he's going to go two. I don't know if Colorado. Because I'm telling you, what I saw was Shadur Sanders. Well, I do want to pump the brakes just a all little right, on Shadur. Right. Very, very good 500 yards passing. Let's just be clear. Spencer Rattler had a couple awesome games well, that was projected to be the number one this pick. This kid's better than Spencer Rattler. Come on. Are we sure Spencer Rattler came out of the gate awesome? 
Big time high school. Deion Sanders' son. Listen, Shadur had an amazing game. I need okay. to see a little more before right. I say number one overall. <laughs> but two years in Colorado with him and Hunter, and then does Dion go big game hunting in the SEC? Does Dion then go oh. Dallas Cowboys? I, there a lot of doors open. J-Mac with the news. Well, that's the news. And thanks for stopping by. The Herd Lie News. That is the fastest two hours of any show I've ever done. I've never done a show with a faster two hours. Hour three next. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus. You can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddy? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one -on -one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddy on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts